Welcome into Author's Corner on Chapter 23, Simple Math, the chapter about vaccines and sudden infant death syndrome. For me, the thing that made this chapter so difficult to write is that it is based on a true story, specifically the special master's findings of inflammatory cytokines in the baby's brain. I saw this story several years ago, and it was a family who went to vaccine court. And as you know, it's very hard to win in vaccine court, and people were losing their cases left and right um, when they tried to take a SIDS case to vaccine court. And then some new research showed up that revealed infectious diseases can cause inflammatory cytokines in the brain, and that can lead to brain inflammation and brain injury. And that's how some infections will essentially fry your brain. So we've, we've known that for many years. That part wasn't the new research. The new research was the finding that vaccines can cause inflammatory cytokine release in the brain. And that's a new finding. I forget, honestly, where that research study is, but you can probably find it just by searching for it. And this uh, dad, or, or the lawyer, I don't know who, noticed in the autopsy on this baby that they found elevated levels of inflammatory cytokines in this baby's brain. And so they took it to court and the special master found in favor of this family. And this family won their case in court because the defense, um, you know, the, the government, who's uh, trying to prove that vaccines did not cause this baby's SIDS, they could not find any other explanation for the presence of inflammatory cytokines in the baby's brain. And knowing that vaccines can do that now, that gave this family a win. Not that that brings much relief when there's a fatality, of course, but anyway, so of course my chapter is completely fiction. I I made up a story based on this, but you can find this report as well as the quoted words of the special master. And at the end of this corner, I'm going to tell you one more thing about this case that may surprise you. What I've come to realize is Kids who suffer severe vaccine injuries, they seem to suffer these injuries often even just from one vaccine. You know, there's the theory that giving only one vaccine at a time is going to be way, way, way safer than giving the, you know, five or six vaccines that are due that day. And that may be true. It might be possible that giving fewer vaccines at a time is safer But I feel that if some people really have an inherent genetic susceptibility to having a severe vaccine reaction, that in some of these kids, even one vaccine might be the possible trigger for that severe reaction. And so using an alternative vaccine schedule and um, spreading the shots out, slowing the shots down, doing them one at a time, that's not always going to be a guarantee of improved safety. Just as the CDC schedule has very little 
to know safety research on itself as a whole. If you're ever talking to somebody and they don't believe that sudden infant death syndrome is listed as a reported adverse event after this vaccine, after the DTAP vaccine, all you have to do is Google search Infinrix package insert. That's Infinrix package insert. Infinrix is the brand name of one of the DTAP vaccines. SIDS is not listed in other brands of DTAP, just the Infinrix brand. And if you go to the bottom of page 12 under section 6.2 post-marketing experience, you will see the very last line, general disorders, as far as side effects, you'll see sudden infant death syndrome. These are reports of adverse events that have been sent into the vaccine adverse events reporting system and cataloged. And after a number of reports are sent in about any specific problem, that problem is added to this list in the package insert. So sudden infant death syndrome has has been reported enough times to make the insert. So there it is. And if anyone ever doubts, you can show it to them. This doesn't prove a connection between SIDS and vaccines. It just shows it's been reported enough times to make it uh, on the list of you know warnings, list of uh, possible adverse events. So what's really unfortunate about SIDS, other than the fact that you lose your child, is that when it happens, pathologists are the physicians who examine the babies after the babies pass away. They do the autopsy and they look for a cause of death. If they cannot find a cause of death, then they label it SIDS. If they find the baby choked to death or suffocated to death or, you know, somehow you know, fell off the bed and died or, or, you know, smothered accidentally in the bed, um, or had some sort of, I don't know, severe, you know, stroke or brain injury or seizure or something. Uh, the pathologist can find those problems and it's not labeled as SIDS or the now, now the SUID, which is sudden unexplained infant death. It's not labeled as that. It's labeled as the cause that they discover. Well, if they don't find any obvious cause, then they rule it as SIDS. But the horrifying problem is that I can't imagine going through this as a parent is that pathologists all over the country are being instructed now not to look for inflammatory cytokines in babies' brains. They're being instructed and ordered by their bosses to not look for any vaccine-related problem that might show up in the brain of a baby who dies of SIDS. And how do I know this? I've been told this by pathologists who work in those departments. And I've been told this also by lawyers who work in the field of vaccine injury. And I've been also told it by parents whose kids have suffered SIDS and they've agonized over begging and pleading with the pathologist to look for inflammatory cytokines or look for specific problems in the brain, look for any sort of inflammation, and simply being told no. And you can't take your baby to another pathologist for a second opinion. 
you're um I think you're pretty much stuck with whoever you get because there's a worry in the medical community that if too many parents are worried about SIDS as a as being directly related to vaccines, they're worried fewer people will va- will vaccinate. And so I don't know if SIDS is directly related to vaccines because most research fails to show a correlation. But kind of like with vaccines and autism, you can't prove that vaccines don't increase the risk of SIDS. You can't prove a negative. You can just look for an association. And most published research uh, uh, fails to find an association. And you know what? I don't think people are looking at these inflammatory cytokines very deeply because it's hard to get that kind of research on vaccines approved. So it's a tough place to to be in for a parent. You know, if your baby dies of SIDS and you're looking for answers and you only have a certain amount of time you know, for this autopsy to be done, don't expect cooperation from the pathology department unless you're really with an open-minded pathologist who's really willing to look outside the box. I don't have any evidence to show you that pathologists are being instructed to not look for these cytokines. What are cytokines anyway? Um, inflammatory cytokines. Well, you've heard of um, like when someone dies of COVID, coronavirus, it's because their whole body becomes inflamed. Their immune system revs up and, and um you know, produces what's called the cytokine storm. Cytokines are the chemicals released by your immune cells that activate your immune system and that tell other immune cells to come help and that send messages all over the body. Hey, we've got a problem. We need to, you know, we need the immune system to kick in and fix it. Those are called cytokines and cytokines are supposed to help us. Well, when you have too many cytokines, the immune system way overreacts, causes way too much inflammation, and all these inflammatory cytokines are essentially become chemicals that are not good for your body. They essentially burn your body's tissue. And so your brain is full of immune cells. And if something triggers your brain's immune cells to release all their cytokines, you will have a cytokine storm in your brain, have severe inflammation in your brain. It'll trigger encephalitis and possibly encephalopathy or brain damage. And that's what this whole issue seems to be, that whether it's an infection or a vaccine, both of those can be a trigger for inflammatory cytokines. They now are finding elevated inflammatory cytokines in brains of babies who die of SIDS. Is there a connection? This one family won their case, kind of, in court. Will more families win their case in court? We don't know. Um, And I'll tell you why at the end of this. I imagine it's a huge area of frustration for families when they wanted to ask a bunch of questions and they wanted to ask the doctor and the doctor totally dismissed them and then their kid ends up having a bad reaction. And you know, Judy in this chapter, she asks a valid question. Why won't doctors talk about the single most complicated set of 
invasive medical uh, treatments that your child will ever get in his or her entire life, barring chemotherapy or open heart surgery. Vaccines are by far the single most complex thing that'll ever be given to your baby. I mean, doctors will talk, you know, they'll spend a half hour with you talking about nutrition and safety and discipline and (laughs) diaper rashes. They'll talk to you all day long. You ask them about something hugely complex and complicated like this, like the 69 doses now of vaccines your baby's going to get, and they won't give you the time of day. And I think, again, that's a huge disservice to patients, and that's why patients lose trust in us when we won't talk about something as complicated as vaccination. And when you do the math, it's, um, you know, we're, we're fortunate here in the U.S., we have such few babies die of vaccine-targeted diseases. We have such few babies die of diseases in general, but with vaccine-targeted ones, I mean, pneumococcal disease might be the infection that kills the most babies in our country every every year because it's not a reportable disease. We don't know exactly how many babies, but it could be as few as 100, could be maybe 300 babies who die of pneumococcal meningitis or pneumonia every year, definitely no more than 500. And if you add all the other sort of scattering of you know, very low numbers of fatalities from other infections, you know, it comes out to be what, maybe 400 babies dying of these infectious diseases in our country every year versus 1,600 babies die of SIDS. Those are, again, rough numbers. So obviously when SIDS happens to you on the night that your baby was vaccinated or the day after your baby was vaccinated or perhaps two days after your baby was vaccinated, when that happens to you and you discover that your baby statistically had a way higher chance of dying of SIDS than of any of the infections or of all of the infections combined that you just vaccinated for, that's a tough pill to swallow as a parent. So the final thing I wanted to tell you, which is um, very sad for this family, is they won their day in court, and a little while later, the government, you know, the Department of Health and Human Services who defends vaccines and tries to prevent people from winning their court cases on vaccine injury, they appealed this case. They decided to not let it go. They said, no, judge, we're not accepting your verdict. We're going to appeal it. And I don't think that has come to an end yet. I think that's still in the process. How awful is that? But you can't blame them because many cases of SIDS happen the night of or within a few nights of vaccination, many hundreds every year. And so if they let even one family win for SIDS, that opens the door to a few more hundred families every year being uh, awarded compensation when they lose a baby to SIDS within a, a night or a few of vaccines. And the government is afraid to let that happen. So they're appealing it. And I'm sure you'll hear when this uh, comes to a conclusion. So that was uh, this author's corner, kind of a tough, a tough chapter. I mean, I think I just wanted you to get a heads up on what's happening with SIDS and vaccines in vaccine 
injury court um, and the difficulties these families are facing and just talk a little bit about the math and how these patients are treated and uh, just maybe give you a little bit of uh, empathy and sympathy for what these parents have to go through. So the next chapter, um, I thought I would cry in the SIDS chapter, but even though it's based on a true story, I don't personally know this family. Um, the next chapter, I know this nurse who uh, is the subject of this chapter. And you will meet a family that you've already met before in the book. You'll meet them again. And you will walk with them through their 12-month checkup and what a nurse tries to do for them. Will she succeed? I don't know. We'll see. And uh, we'll all learn together. This has been Author's Corner, and I'll see you guys next time.